Joy to the world. Christmas time is here, and I have finally broken my fast on listening to Christmas music. Well, joining me today to provide some insight on Christmas music and how it enhances our appreciation for the season is Nick Chalmers. Nick serves as director of choirs at Chesterton Academy in Hopkins and as director of music at Annunciation Church in Minneapolis. He's also the artistic director of the Mirandola Ensemble and Minneapolis-based professional choral choral ensemble. Nick, welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me, Patrick. Yep. Great to have you with us as always. Okay. Catch us up on what you've been doing recently, Nick. Yeah, it's been a, a really busy performance season. Um, you know, December is always that way for choral music, it seems. But I, I, I feel like based on not having much the last year or two because of the pandemic, uh, people have kind of been trying to make up for lost time. So uh, a few weeks ago, I, I, I was privileged to sing the role of evangelist uh, for Bach's Christmas Oratorio with Bach Society of Minnesota and with Vocal Lessons. And we performed that at the Basilica, which is a fantastic place to sing. Um, and then the next weekend, my group, the Mirandola Ensemble, had a Christmas concert, um, two actually. Uh, we were celebrating the release of our newest CD, The Infant King, which is a, a Christmas disc. Um, and then this last weekend, I sang uh, three performances of a lesser-known piece by Handel called uh, Messiah. I don't know if you know that one, but... Uh, I've, I've, I've heard <laughs> of that, yeah. Sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, don't, I don't mean to be facetious, but I, in truth, I actually haven't performed it that much. I've heard it and, and, and done excerpts of it, but to do almost all of it in its entirety was a, was a kind of a rare treat for me. So that was this last weekend. So lots of... Uh, Lots of choral music. Now, my understanding was that Handel actually wrote the Messiah originally for Easter, not for Christmas. Any any thoughts on that, or is that contentious? No, that no, that's that that is correct. Um, you know, it's split into parts, and what you most commonly hear is part one, which is the Christmas story. Um, but some of my favorite moments are the Passion and the Easter stories, um, which are in parts two and three, and some of the most heart wrenching music. Um, so I would encourage people that are loosely fans of the Messiah to if they haven't to explore the later portions of it, because they're, they're not oft performed or not as much at least. And they're, they're exquisite. Wonderful. Well, we're, we are focusing in on favorite Christmas tunes and uh, that sort of thing. And we could play, I suppose the bulk of the Messiah, but uh, that would take us not only beyond the, the scope of our show, but well into whatever follows our show uh, here on relevant radio. So um, I'm going to uh, just steer us more towards your favorite Christmas songs. Um, I, I understand you have a, couple to share with us is that right that's true yes two exactly <laughs> but uh but it was hard to select is my understanding yeah yeah well i yeah the joke is that i i have two and i had about 30 runners up or runner ups um and yeah. i i you know I, they're, both, they're both familiar well one of them is very familiar i think and the other one maybe not as much and so that was kind of the intention too okay well why don't you kick us off by uh, telling us about the familiar one Sure. So uh, I'm assuming you're talking about Away in a Manger for the familiar one. That's the one I was talking about. So, um, you know, I growing up, I was familiar mostly with with the uh, kind of um, more widely known melody for this text. Away in a manger, no crib, which uh, most people are familiar with. And then slightly less well known is the Away in a manger, no crib. And that's actually this one. Um, and you know, I, I, I find them to both be beautiful. Um, the recording we're going to listen to today of the, the second Away in a Manger is actually an arrangement by Matthew Culleton, um, who is a, a local composer and conductor here in the Twin Cities. And I, I like it when there is a kind of a new fresh take or fresh arrangement on some of these more familiar tunes. So, and so that's 
that's kind of a, a, a special thing for me. And then uh, this actual recording is my group, the Mirandal Ensemble. So there's lots of lots of connections. Very good. All right. Well, I believe Paul has this all queued up. So let's take a listen to Away in a Manger as recorded by the Mirandal Ensemble. Wonderful, beautiful, yeah, very nice, Nick. So, um, was it was it uh, inspiring to record this as well? I mean, this is a well known, I mean, child's like Christmas tune. And uh, did you encounter the the piece in a new and different way as you were making this recording? Yeah, and I think it's I think it's a really clever arrangement. Actually, you have the solo voice at the beginning, just a simple melody, and there's a real simplicity to the song. And so, I think that's a, that's a wonderful way to kind of set it off, and then. Uh, the second verse, very tenderly sung, uh, three voices beneath the soprano voice, ooing in, in, in harmony. And then the last verse, all the voices coming in together on text. The, the three verses of this always strike me because the first, the first verse is just sort of setting the, the, the scene of, of the nativity and the, the cradle and then uh, the cattle lowing. And so it's just sort of setting the scene of this, this, this child and then the third verse, it changes perspective, and we are sort of pleading, be near me, Lord Jesus, I ask thee to stay. And so we're the children, sort of the children of God in the, in the, third, in the third verse. And I'm always just struck by, 
um, just how tender the text is and, and um, how the music supports that. Wonderful. All right. So now let's talk about the one that may be a little bit less familiar to some of our listeners. Yes, this is the Sussex Carol. Um, if you're a fan like I am of the King's College uh, Christmas Eve broadcast, you get up at nine in the morning every Christmas Eve to listen to live 3 p.m. London time. Um, you've, you've heard this or you've heard music like this. It's very festive. Um, it's a little bit of a confusing history as to who wrote it and when. Um, it is said that uh, Luke Wadding wrote the, the words, and this was back in the 1600s. And then uh, a fairly well-known composer, Ralph Vaughan Williams, uh, discovered it and uh, the melody and the text both and wrote it down. So this is, you know, early in the 1900s, and that's kind of when it got famous. And the, the uh, arrangement today that we'll hear is actually his arrangement of it, sung by King's College. All right. So here's Sussex Carol as sung by King's College, Cambridge. Let's take a listen to that. Fascinating. How, what, how is it that this carol isn't even more well-known in the uh, American world? Oh, it's a good question. I mean, I think it should be. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's dancey and sort of active. Um, it's, it's rhythmically vital. And I, I think that it, it can be viewed as sort of more of a performative piece than, than something that is sort of a carol that people would sing along with. But, um, you know, I, I couldn't really say. I think it, it's... it's sort of affiliated with the Anglican tradition, um, which is, you know, it's not something we have obviously as much in this country. Um, but I, I think that it's a piece that, um, you know, choirs in America certainly have, have begun to sing more and more. 
and uh, one that I hope becomes more familiar, um, but also one that I, I sort of intentionally picked, like I said, to to <laughs> make it maybe a little bit more popular to, to at least to your uh, listening audience. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, we are all about that. We are we are forwarding new and exciting Christmas music here, <laughs> which, which is not actually all that new. Um, right. When did you no, say when no. the Sussex Carol came together? When was that written, Nick? Do you know? Um, Von Williams sort of wrote it down. It is said in I think 1919 or something like that, the early okay. early 20th century. And I said the words date back to uh, it is said the middle of the 17th century. I think okay. so. Um, but it's not it's not a clear cut date that, as far as I know, when this was first written by so and so in this spot, um, right? Sort of passed on, I guess. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. So, Away in a Manger and Sussex Carol. Thank you for sharing those two. And uh, Nick, before we let you go here, how can people stay on in touch with you and, and what you're up to, or specifically, how, how might people find out more about the Mirandola Ensemble? MirandolaEnsemble.org. We're, on, we're online. So, and um, if you are, you know, uh, late to the game getting stocking stuffers or Christmas gifts, I would encourage you. We have our Christmas recording, as I mentioned, is available for sale. Um, it's really quite lovely. Um, so keep up with me that way. Um, I have to do a, a plug also for, for the Chesterton Academy Choirs. Uh, we have a concert um, on January 7th at 7 p.m. Um, in, in Hopkins at St. Gabriel's Church. And, you know, we've always done Advent concerts. And this year we're actually doing a concert, a Christmas concert during Christmas Tide, uh, the day after Epiphany proper. So <clears throat> um, free concert come out in uh Here's some beautiful, beautiful music by really talented high school singers. That's right. And since, uh, and let me just underscore that, yes, if you were like me and trying to hold off on the Christmas music until Christmas Day comes, then fill your Christmas season with Christmas music with the Miranda Ensemble and Chesterton Academy Choirs. Nick Chalmers, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank for, thanks for joining us again today here on Practicing Catholic. God bless you. Thank you, Patrick. All right. Wow. I mean, great start to our music feature, but we have yet more Christmas music on deck in just a moment right after this break. This time, we'll feature another local artist, guy you might have heard of, named Luke Spihar. He will be with us in just a moment. You won't want to miss it. Stay with us. Stay with us. 